Welcome back to Big Gang Nerds playing Strike Force Omega by Chris Longhurst, who is also the sponsor of these last couple episodes. Uh, my name is Owen. My pronouns are he and him. I'm the Game Master. Uh, joining me today, we have, let's mix it up a little, Sarah. Hey, that is mixing up. Uh, I'm Sarah. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm playing Quinn, the skirm the skirmisher? It's called skirmisher, right? Yeah. Problem is that our, our, the type of character we are all playing is a striker, and I am playing yeah. a skirmisher, and I want to get those <laughs> Yeah, that's a up. good point. Uh, anyways, yeah. uh, I'm playing Quinn. They're, they're a skirmisher. Their pronouns are they, them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we also have Jonix. Hi, I'm Jonix. Uh, pronouns they, them. Uh, I'm playing Contact Zero One, the Xenovore Arca- Arcanist. And Ellie. Hello, I'm Ellie. I my pronouns are she, they, and I am playing Theavor, the HGM sharpshooter. Yeah. Okay. So, um, last time, uh, you decided for your first mission, you're going to try and liberate the uh, scientific space station Kronos from the uh, the the sort of the evil scientists that the immortal Caesar has put in place there to try and churn out uh, super weapons for his uh, evil army. Um, You showed up uh, and were immediately greeted by uh, just a shit ton of security guys that you uh, blasted away. (laughs) Um, And uh, since then you ran into uh, a good guy scientist, Brian Wexler, um, who gave you a little rundown about the situation, and you also ran into um, decidedly not good guy scientist Professor Redrum, who um, <laughs> you have through uh, who Theavor has apprehended by just putting him into a headlock, mm-hmm. and is planning on both holding him hostage and also just as a guy for like unlocking like keycard zones or whatever. Um, you you are in a space station that. Um, the more I think about it, the more I realize kind of works in the opposite of how space stations usually work in, like, semi-plausible science fiction. Mm-hmm. In that it's, like, this rotating ring, but you're walking around on, like, the, the inside of it instead of, like, the... Well, you walk around you walk around the inside either way, but, like, you're walking around, like, on the hub and not, like, on the quote-unquote ceiling, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think for one, I think that's maybe a first hint of how like weird sciency this place is that it's got artificial gravity, but it's not just do, but like, it's not doing it the easy way by just generating spin, you know? Right. Um, and, uh, but within that uh, area, it's sort of like a, it, it, it almost sort of looks like an urban center that becomes more like built up in advanced debt the further you go on. And that is very clearly the sort of, this is what, this is the level you are in right now as a video game. Um, you are progressing into this weird tech city as you go forward. And uh, something that I didn't really lay out before, um, but basically like literally like earlier today, um, I suddenly had a flash of inspiration for the general vibe of this place, which is um, the fact that it is like rotating the way it is means that unusually for um, 
like space stations, there is kind of a sky above you in a in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Like the external part is all like big, like transparent panels, so like you can see like the like space, you yeah. know, above you. Cool. Um, but also because it is like space, and I think, let's see. I think the way it turns, unfortunately, the uh, the system is not, like, these walls are not actually facing towards the star very often. And also the star is in the midst of this huge cloud, like, you know, this huge debris cloud. So um, it kind of has this, like, perpetual, like, night or twilight sort of vibe going on. And, Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Um and then uh, that got me thinking about uh, who here besides me has played Ultra Kill. A little I've bit seen of it be played, but I have not played. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I played the there demo. is gotcha. Well, there is a there is a level in the <laughs> the zone is called Lust. It is not that is not reflected in the general vibe. Well, it is reflected in the general vibes, but it's nothing overt. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are these parts of it that are like, like you're like moving through like actual weird little like residential like city plazas or that sort of thing, but it's all like it's all still just like a big level that is. Hold hold on, let me let me see if I can find like <laughs> let me see if I can find a good. Oh yeah, this is uh, this is very good right here. I feel like no, I'm not. It's very purpley. Is ah. the th- oh is the yeah thing. okay? Um, like what? Um, but like what you're seeing here, you're, there's probably not as much like brickwork and stuff and masonry as depicted here. But the thing about these levels is that behind all of this, there's still like the weird tech stuff and like panels you have to blow up to make doors open, you know, mm-hmm. and jump pads. And so I think this is kind of the vibe. A weird sort of twilight city that, like, feels surprisingly, like, residential and, like, aesthetically oriented, but, like, a lot more stuff is humming than would if it, that was the case, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess, um, generally, how are you proceeding uh, as you are moving through this big weird city? Oh, and there's also the fact that because it's all on this, like, this ring... Um, there's, there, uh, if there's like a very visible curve to things, like even with the buildings making your sight line be very short, mm-hmm. like, like if, if there's like a four way intersection, the, like the roads to your left and right are going to just kind of like disappear over the horizon, like a football field away, you know? Yeah. Hmm. We need to think about like. I guess we just need to, because we're like, we're trying to retake this whole space science center. And I guess the easiest thing is to just go in and pick a fight because everybody's going to come for us, right? That's that's definitely one way to approach it. Um, like, because, uh, yeah, you're right. Like, we, we definitely could attract the attention that we're looking for. <laughs> Um, but we could also possibly put ourselves in a in a 
kind of an entrenched situation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That, that could could end up with, you know, just being like a, a big fucking slog through a bunch of dudes. Um, so we could also do a stealthier approach, uh, possibly using the levers that we have with the, with the, uh, with Professor Redrum or Dr. Redrum or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, to- it's a- it is pointedly Professor. This man professor. does not have a doctorate. Oh, excellent. excellent, excellent. Uh, yeah, so Professor Redrum, um, using him to like get through places that we would normally be sort of gummed up. Uh, we, we, maybe we can figure out some like some back roads or something like that using mm-hmm. his access. Gotcha. Oh, that's a okay. fun idea. Yeah, so you're going to try and like slip through alleyways and that sort of thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. That... That sounds good to me. I think, so, like, obviously, so there's going to be the combined thing of, like, finding the stuff and, like, you know, getting there without being, like, potentially spotted or intercepted and stuff. And and as uh, you had been told before, like, the security systems are uh, under the occupying scientists' control right now, Mm -hmm. so... That's going to be a factor. So um, maybe that's a target to to go for then. Oh yeah, that's oh, a good idea. Yeah. Is to actually retake control of the security systems. Oh, yeah, that cause some havoc. Yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds like a good idea to me. Um, because that, that would give us like effective control over the over the station again, and then it's just a matter of weeding everybody out, right? And right. getting everybody yeah. else, to, you know, get out. That's a good idea. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I like the sound of that. Um, I think, let's see. Hmm. Um. So in terms of finding the security station, um, I think, I'm going to say there's probably signage up, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, there's... Um, there's, there's a lot of signage that is probably actually kind of hard to parse because this is like a big R&D place and there's a lot of stuff just pertaining to both the weird sort of esoteric research that's being done here, or at least was being done here before the takeover. And it's, it's a place where it's infrastructure is also weird science. So like even just the, like the stuff that they need to just keep the station running is like kind of might be hard to parse if you're not also an egghead um but i think that you yeah you can find just like sort of a sign to uh security uh relatively straight away so like are you going to try the sneaky approach there or are you going to try and storm it um hmm well i mean storming security does seem like a really bad idea yeah. It <laughs> <laughs> seems like the one place specifically you don't want to storm. Unless you've got a, you know, a, a bunch of guys like a, like a, um, you know, fucking uh, taking a Pelham 1, 2, 3 or whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think probably stealth is a better option because it's, uh, because if, if we go in like loud, then they can just lock down. And right. make it really hard for us to get to them. Um, so I suppose we'll have to, at least in the beginning, try to get in. And then from there, and then, you know, figure it out from there. Okay. 
Yeah, we yeah, got a that... hostage. We can. I think we already checked him for key cards and stuff, and we're set there. But yeah, I think we got a good angle. Yeah. Okay. Might as well um, use our leverage while we got it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I feel like this guy doesn't have a whole lot of shelf life left. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, he is. Uh, yeah, he is. He's. I will say he's going to make stealth kind of a complication because Ooh, he has true. not. He has not shut up much since you have put him in this headlock. Um, his only means of retribute of fighting back right now is annoying you, and so he's just been like, he's just been rambling the whole time about your insolence. Oh. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> uh, th- that's it. You can just gag him. That's fine. Yeah, is there like a closet or something we can put him in? <laughs> um. <laughs> oh. Oh man. Um. I. This is this is a really simple thing, but also something that would be really fun. To, to to lead to a wrinkle <laughs> yeah. is the thing. So um, I just make an unmodified. Wait, no, not unmodified roll because you're rolling like a. Just uh, just roll a single d6 for me. Okay. Got a five. Okay. Um. I think, uh, <laughs> so I, I, I love this. I, I immediately had this mental image of like you being like, okay, we need to stow this guy somewhere. Um, and so like you walk over to a building that looks like it's mostly like, you know, kind of utility based and open and open it up. And there's like a closet through the front door. Like the entire building is closet. So it's just and this I don't, one closet. It's like just a facade to make it look good. Okay, um, it fits. yeah, pretty much. It's like, uh, and it's specifically like a janitorial closet. It's like, to be fair, it's like big. Mm-hmm. It's like if you had like a comically large walk-in closet for like a rich person's clothes, but for like space mops and stuff. Oh, right. Okay, um, that's funny. So it's but, like one uh, of those fake but it is still or like a Disney World. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just a facade. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, I figure so, we can, like, just duct tape them up and leave them here, then. Like, a- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, you can find some, uh, you can find some space duct tape in there to do that. Space duct tape. All right. Different Put than regular a dirty rag in his mouth. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, then. Um, you, uh, you do do that. Um, but I think that, let's see. And I'm not even going to like, and and so like that was a five. That was like an imperfect success, um, right? I think that's right. You you would need a six to. Oh, let me just check. Rolling the dice real quick. Oh no, uh, five is a success of no consequence. Okay, yeah, there's no consequences to putting this man in a janitor closet. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So uh, with that. Uh, with that situation dealt with, like you can dust off your hands. Um, uh, how's your approach to the uh, security station gonna go? I imagine that it is. Uh, I'm imagining it's like sort of in the middle of a plaza, you know, 
it's sort of like a it's sort of like a weird sort of squat skill cylinder like pillbox shaped almost you know okay mm-hmm. um uh but you know there's still like doors and stuff in well, none of us are a thunderer so we're probably not gonna blow through the wall so i guess we gotta use doors like a chump like a <laughs> normal people is there perhaps an orb-sized vent <laughs> <laughs> We could just put the orb through. Contact doesn't actually need their body. Yeah, um, yeah, I I really like the sound of that. Let me, let me, let me check something about the, uh, which thing that would be, um. Quinn has to bowl contact (laughs) to get past, like, a laser grid or whatever. Right, um, (laughs) fuck. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah i think i think if you're just sort of skirting around the outside and like sticking to the shadows and stuff you can probably find like like you know so, some some vents or whatever that you can potentially like detach your head and like hover through um but i'm going to need a. I think that will be a speed roll for you oh no okay <laughs> my speed is one so okay, here we go. So it's one d six, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. That's a five. Hey, hey. that's a five. Um, you do. There's a fun little like. <laughs> there's a. It's 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 like it's 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 like in Metroid, you know. There's just a little sequence where you <laughs> you're in your little ball and you have to go through a little pipe maze, you know. <laughs> the the false wall and like exactly mm-hmm. yeah uh-huh you've you've got to do a stretch where you like build up speed so you can go through an obstruction or something like that um, <laughs> gotta but yeah some it, power bombs and bring them back here later yeah um and i think that like you um i think that what happens is that as you are sort of hovering through this vent um you come across well, as you're going through this, like, you know, this ventilation shaft, uh, you eventually pass over uh, this uh, ceiling vent and you look down into and you see the, uh, like, control room for security where there are, like, a bunch of guys, like, looking at cameras and stuff. And you can tell that uh, it's a little more active in here than it might normally be because, like, like someone just killed, like, two dozen guys. Fair. Oh, like, right. th- yeah and so the guys in here are probably also more on the sort of like uh goon side similar to the ones that you fought earlier at the docks as opposed to the more soldiery ones mm-hmm. but they've still got like guns and stuff on them okay so i mean so my my goal here is just to sort of get a a vector for for the other two to be able to get in right uh yes so maybe a distraction of some kind. Um, that oh. that that's that sounds as good as any to me. So yeah, what I'm, I'm thinking happens is uh, uh, contact hovers over like one of the one of the openings in the vent that you know you can kind of like bust through, um, mm-hmm. and just waits for a guy to like go on his his like scheduled patrol route with his vision cones mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Um and then just like stops hovering and just like falls falls directly <laughs> on his head. 
<laughs> With like a very satisfying like kunk. Like kind of yeah. noise. <laughs> oh my god. So And then so like know, I said yeah. Starts starts maybe pinballing around the room, just ca- causing chaos. Okay. Um so like obviously the other guys who were in there immediately go like to continue this particular video game thing, they immediately get the little exclamation marks above their heads. And they start like, whoa, what the hell? And one, one person is like, who threw that? And he's like looking up into the vent and like, uh, I, I, yeah, I think one guy immediately just starts like, like, you know, shooting up into the ceiling because he thinks that someone dropped you. Um, and someone else is like chasing you around. Someone is like, hey, stop trying to chase it. I, so I can shoot it. Um, uh, I think that you let's see. Uh I I feel like this is going to require um um yeah, I think that this is going to be another speed thing. I think that you have created a distraction either either way, but just to play out like how this goes for you and how effective a distraction it is. Oh boy, here it's we going go. To be. One more 1d6. Yeah. That's another five. Yeah. Ah. It's just been fives. This is so weird. It's all fives today. A little bit. Reminding me of my favorite clone trooper. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, you are just you're just doing some Looney Tunes shit on these guys. I I like the mental image of like <laughs> you like rolling around and someone's like sort of like leaning over as he's chasing you and you come up to the wall and you just roll up the wall or something and he runs into it. <laughs> sure. Um, and uh yeah, uh you other uh you guys since you got the key card, um you can just like walk in and have the complete drop on everyone in here. Alright. So awesome. are you going so I guess do you like head for the control center to try and just like, you know, take out all these guys who are being distracted? Are you gonna like sneak around like to disable some things first? What's the game plan? Obviously there are two of you, you can do multiple things. Um, well, hmm. Hmm, I like the sabotage angle. Um, maybe I could do that as a speed roll, try to, like, you know, swoop around as a edgy shadow guy and just, like, wreck important-looking machines. Yeah, do you want to... Oh, I have, I have a pretty decent uh, speed as well. Do you want to do that, though, while I go to the control room? Um... And to give contact back their body for one, I like the idea yeah, that like, just Quinn been... has got this over her sh- over their shoulder, right? Yeah, it's <laughs> so good. Yeah, that's great. I'll meet you there. That's fine. Yeah, Quinn's literally got like contact's body over their shoulder. Like, yeah, I gotta go take this back to them. I'll meet up with you in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So let's. That's so good. But let's let's see what Theo does first. Okay. So, uh, I was like, he was like, oh no, I'm, no, I wish I had brought the big gun. Oh well. <laughs> so I figure, uh, oh maybe, uh, maybe, maybe the hex is that the these he's filling computers with gremlins. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Go ahead and roll control. Um. Oh, I control. Oh. Um. Yeah. No, that definitely sounds like a control thing to me. Okay. Like uh, doing spells, but also you just rolled a six, so uh, I think yeah. it's a think it's a moot point. So yeah, like you run up to a like an unattended computer and like 
what are you doing? Are you like using the mirror on it? Are you doing something funky with your like undead body? Uh, how's this look? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so it's gotta be from like part of him, kind of. I so I think it's um yeah. sort of like a an army of darkness situation where like um where like the little tiny versions of Ash are messing with it. Oh my yes! god! He like he like he he acts like he's coughing up a hairball, but instead there's like three little goth guys that like oh my god <laughs> that that swoosh right into machines and start like yanking on cables and things. I'm picturing them like entirely naked, but also like oh, no. covered in. Well, well, I'm, I'm, I'm picturing that. Well, one, I'm picturing them as like featureless. Oh yeah, yeah little like, little shadow imps. Yeah, that, that's yeah, but right. also, yeah, I was picturing them naked, but also like covered in like blood or black slime or something like that. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably black slime guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> just like, chittering so, yeah. like gremlins. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. incredible. No sentience or self-preservation or anything. They just got to rehab yeah, exactly. for a few minutes. Yeah, they're just like a fucked up little, like, <laughs> they're just a fucked up little manifestation of, like, whatever it is you've got going on. Like, shit, sorry. My brain has been going immediately went in a weird direction. So, like, if you've got some fucked up, like, healing factor, maybe these guys are, like, pearls that form inside of you. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, anyway, um... Now I just got distracted thinking about pearls. Anyway, um, just, uh, the, I'm imagining one just like chewing a wire, just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just gnawing on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Man, I haven't watched Gremlins so, in a while. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Mm, um, so yeah, you, you do that, and like immediately, st- I think like immediately, like around the station, like uh, like little security cameras just like, sort of like and like. Even even though it's not like their circuitry is being directly affected, they like crackle and go limp, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're like lasers and stuff that start shutting down and um, uh, there are a bunch of people who are pretty upset about that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think, yeah, no, that, that, so that's definitely that accomplished. And so, yeah, um, Quinn, uh, you can... Go, go in and uh, bail out your buddy. Yeah, uh, I think Quinn just like throws open the door to like I guess the main security uh, room, right? The main security control room, mm-hmm. uh, and like holds Contact's body up. Like, hey, <laughs> I got this for you. <laughs> yeah, I love my body. <laughs> I love the mental image that someone else was like. Ch- chasing chasing the sphere again and like they don't even like notice until like contact just like hops up into the collar and they just slam into the chest you know <laughs> but of course now that there is um there is at least like a like a, a handful of guys left who like do have guns and are now raising them at you now that like the guy who had been shooting at the ceiling now like just Bear, brings his gun to bear against you. So, um, are you gonna like do your thing where you just instantly chop up a bunch of guys? Are you gonna try to intimidate them? What's the move? Um, yeah, I think like once contact is back in their body and like all these guns turn to Quinn and company, um, 
Oh, I have a fun idea. Uh, Uh Because I think we all have, we've all got like comms and stuff in, right? Yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, you can all. I'm. I'm positive that you can all do little like, um, just like little um, like codec calls to each other whenever. Oh yeah. Um, so I think what happens is that they turn the they turn the guns on Quinn in contact, and Quinn looks at them and says, "You don't want to do that because otherwise, my friend already has control of this entire facility." Uh, and it will go very, very poorly for you. Well, all right then. Um... And then I think I love the idea of like one of them, like looking like they don't believe me, uh-huh. and that's the moment that um, that Theo turns the lights out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. I think um, I could. Um... This could be either power or control, and I'm willing to give you power in this case, just because, um, or wh- whichever one you prefer, really. Sure, I'll do power. That gives me one extra dice to work with. And also because one of the one of the men- one of the things in it is making an entrance, so oh, yeah, I feel even sense. if you're not like you know diving in to kick someone, it still applies. Roll two d six. There's a three. That's a mixed success, isn't it? Um, There's a success with a consequence. Okay. Okay. Let me just look over what... um... Oh, man. Mm. There's a lot of good ways to do this. Like, right off the bat, I could actually, like your health or grit if like any of these guys like you know decide to fire on you you know mm-hmm. um uh what what happens is um like the like the lights go out um oh hey can both of you like see in the dark do you have like like for one thing i don't know how contact sees <laughs> um, <laughs> i assume contact can see in the dark i don't know that contact does see um, yeah. Let's see. yeah. Uh, hmm. I don't think so, but I don't really know. Uh, well, if if you can perceive things in the dark, you know, mm-hmm. then that's all good. Um, does Quinn like? Do their eyes light up or something? Um, I think Quinn can't see in the dark, but I think they can. Uh, they can like perceive vibrations really well so it doesn't necessarily matter right gotcha okay cool so they can they um, can they can tell when something is with within like proximity to them even in the dark okay cool well um the lights go out and um just like immediately um you can hear the clatter of everyone dropping their guns mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh th- uh and immediately after that um well, maybe not immediately after. Maybe as you are just going about, you know, rounding up their guns and stuff. Um, one of them, uh, sort of similar to the uh, situation uh, back on the planetoid, actually. One of them has got like a little uh, communicator thing on him that starts squawking as like you're patting it down. And uh, 
And it just goes, uh, security update. Uh, the camera I was just looking at seems to have gone dead. So that sounds like gross negligence on your part. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, these and, fucking uh, poindexters. Yeah. And, um, and so the guy just sort of like, <laughs> you, you can, in the dark, you can sort of hear him doing like sort of like a rueful little smile. It's like, if you're in charge, that's your problem. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, do the solo bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, Quinn takes it and remembers. I think this is the third time now that Quinn's been given a, a communicator to talk over. I well, think look it's, at Theo I think in it's contact. A... I mean, are you going to oh, yeah. make us do the <laughs> yeah. talking? Oh god, Quinn's the face. That's terrible. You know how bad an idea it is to let Quinn be the face? Uh, it took some maneuvering, but we finally did it. We did it! <laughs> uh, we've unlocked the situation of realizing like you're the most like normal looking person of your queer friend group. <laughs> the, most, the most socially functional one, and not even like remotely socially functional. Very cool. Um... Quinn takes the takes the the, uh, the communicator off of him and kind of makes like a shut the fuck up kind of noise at the guy himself. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, For a second, I thought that was your response. <laughs> Just like shut the fuck up. <laughs> I think the, I'm glad that the guy over there probably hears it. Uh, and just takes the takes comments like, yeah, no, we're just uh, having some problem with the lights. That's okay, all. You're, <laughs> you're gonna have to roll control for <laughs> no, that. No, I should have known. You can't let me do this. Quinn's only cool when they're doing incredible violence, not when they're talking. <laughs> roll 1d6. That's another three. Okay. Um... Oh boy! <laughs> um, Almost would have been funnier for a catastrophic failure in this case, but I'll take three. So, could you outline to me like what you like what your desired outcome with that role was? Um, to like just uh, alleviate all suspicion. Just to alleviate all suspicion for the time being, yeah. Even if it was just temporarily. Okay, I'm going to say that this will manifest as. Uh, I would say this technically counts as, like, not getting all of what you wanted. Um, the response is like, shit, if, if that's gone, if, if there's been another power outage and you immediately are hit by the idea of like, oh, this is a space station that deals with power outages. Mm -hmm. Um, we're going to have to fall back on the, the safety measures. Yes, that should be able to keep them out. Um, and so, um, like, just uh, hold your position while I while I get that arranged. Um, so um, you now know that you're not. There's no suspicion, mm -hmm. but um, measures are being uh, a, arrayed uh, against you as you continue your approach. I kind of want to push um, my luck. Oh, how so? I want Quinn. Quinn like lifts the walkie-talkie back to their mouth and is like, "Could you uh?" Remind me what all the safety measures entail. <laughs> awesome. 
Um, <laughs> um, uh, I think, I think, in fact, this is, in, um, there's like an exasperate, I'm not even going to make you roll. There's like an exasperated sign. It's like, you goon, it was one of the first things we went over. There are force fields in place to be able to isolate sections of the station in the event of a breach. I'm going to erect those so they can't progress any further into the station. Oh, right. Yeah. The, uh, the force fields. Yeah, no, I remember now. It's all coming back to me. Um, well, you get right on that. Turns the comm off and looks at the guy that drops his weapon. It's just like, thanks a lot, asshole. <laughs> um, looks, yeah, so it I... looks at contact is like, you heard that, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, we should get moving. Yeah. What are we gonna do with these guys? Looks back at and like looks back at like the whole group of, of dudes who surrendered. And I guess we could just lock them in here. I figure Theo walks in like, oh that was quick. <laughs> I like the idea of Theo walking in and he's like wiping off his mouth. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just got Oh we're locking more guys got... up, okay. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Could... Could I perhaps use my lightning to fry, like, the computers and crap in here so that they can't do anything when we leave? Uh, I would say given that, um, given the amount that has already been done, um, you can do that without a roll. I'd say that's a straightforward enough thing. Okay, yeah, so, so, uh, Contact just sends out, like, a little pulse of, of electricity throughout the room. It's just, like, one little zap, but it, it's, like, goes in all directions, um, yeah. almost like almost like they're the center of a plasma ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it just like fries the, the keyboards and stuff spark and all the monitors yeah. go dark. Okay. Um so uh yeah, so you have effectively turned this uh security post into um another big closet. Um then <laughs> you can eyes. <laughs> yep. guys. And you just sort of Slam the door behind you on the way out, and I don't know, blast it shut or something. I'm not too concerned yeah. about the details of that. The, the situation is, mm-hmm. yeah. The situation, of course, now is that you know that, um, like, your path is going to be blocked. Um, so, um, let's see. What's are you? Are you just hustling? How's this look? Force fields, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a toughie. I've got some expertise with force fields from, uh, mm-hmm. from that the is time true back on the other the, on the oh asteroid. yeah yeah so I might be able to do something about them but uh, but yeah I think we we probably just need to to go before we get shut somewhere where we don't want to be right yeah. okay yeah I agree yeah um yeah so that definitely sounds like a speed roll but I don't know about making you all roll you know you know mm-hmm. um. So, who's got the highest speed? I have a four. Oh, oh. definitely, definitely yeah. Quinn. Then. Okay, yeah. yeah. Then <laughs> Quinn, if Quinn has to like grab the other two by their collars yes! and Naruto, <laughs> that, yes. that's on the table. Yeah. So yeah, go ahead and do a speed roll. I think like klaxons are already starting to sound as like as, as like just announcing that the that the fields is going to be going up. So. 
Really? The oh. best I got is a three of all of those yeah. D6s? The, all I've done yeah, is four D6. fives, and I'm rolling a three. I see how it is, dice gods. Okay. That is still that still squeaks through. Um mm-hmm. I think that um I think that what's happens here is that I'm going to uh like the action damage the action causes the striker to lose health or grit. Um, I'm going to choose grit, and you need to describe to me a cool way that, like, your systems are overclocking themselves. Like, your cool robot shit. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, I'll take is that. It's being expended. Um, um, yeah. I think this, what this looks like then, is so it's like we're just trying to make it to, like, the main security hub, um, oh, before. Well, you're, you're already past that. You just need right. to, like, basically the situation is that, like, the, as you have learned, um, the station is sort of like broken up into like sort of into like sections, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, like they're about to be divided. Okay, so we just need to get to the next section. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then what this looks like is that Quinn literally grabs contact and Theo under each arm, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Plants their heel. And like you can actually see the and these are these are like laser walls, right? So they move fast. They're gonna go up pretty darn yeah. quickly. Um and like the light the wall starts to light up and Quinn just like plants a heel and then takes off and um is just moving so fast that they intend to just outrun the door, like the laser yeah. door coming down. Um, yeah, I like that. And I then, like, like at the very last second, you know, as they're as like they're about to be cut off, they uh, drop down and like <laughs> do a slide. I think, that, I think they actually just hook Theo and contact <laughs> like th- like past the wall and have to slide under themselves because <laughs> of like yeah. how narrow of a gap it is. So I think those two just get tossed like thirty yards. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then Quinn has to like drop down and slide on the ground the rest of the way. Okay. Yeah. No, that sounds that sounds good. Um. Yeah, you, you you do that. So yeah, I think like the the two of you like thump thump against like a wall or something, and Quinn comes sliding in like like it's baseball. I um I like the mental image of, like what not not image so much. I like the idea of like while you were set, like running, like you started getting a lot more like machine noises from Quinn, mm-hmm. like like pistons really going and like even just like a whirring noise of like engines overclocking or something. Yeah, like um, I think I think just like uh the like the knee and ankle joints of their their robot legs are like smoking. Yeah, from exactly. Fast. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, so uh yeah, yeah, go ahead and spend a grit to represent that. Yeah. Um, and then afterwards, Quinn just uh, kind of like lay, like lays on the ground for a minute and then just sticks a hand in the air with a thumbs up. Like, nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, shit. So, um, that is remind In, in Battletech, so <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time that our listeners are learning that Ellie and I have been getting into Battletech. Um, but... So a lot of mechs will have like their heat sinks like in their legs, mm-hmm. and so I like the idea that like after all of that, like there's just like I, I'm picturing just some like vents opening up and like in like uh 
your calves or like shins and just like steam briefly like mm-hmm. out of that you know yeah just venting it all out yeah yeah Psh. that cool. is great um as you get up you start to sort of uh you like you know st- stand back up and dust yourself off and like maybe theo has to like pop an arm back into the socket or something <laughs> like that um, um yeah like oh man that was a close one and then you um turn around and um i think that so you are in a um i think that this area is sort of like a uh plaza like it's more built up than where you were so like you're kind of surrounded by these big buildings and again it's all kind of like twilight vibes and that sort of thing and there is now a big energy like screen behind you um i think it's like a force field but there there is like actual like instead of it just being like a just a blank color or a hex or like a hex grid or something like that there is actually like um it's like a force field, but there is like a big old like danger sign, like that's like rotating like around the circumference of the station, you mm-hmm. know. Oh, cool. Um, there's like some like hazard stripes worked into it and all that, like things in like multiple languages. That's like you know like twenty feet tall. Um, um, and so like that is behind you, and um, in uh. In this plaza uh, where you are, you can see that um, this plaza has been converted into a, like, a, into, like, sort of a workshop slash firing range. Um, a lot of, like, I think that this was a place where um, there had been, like, a, like a little podium or something where people could like give scientific demonstrations and that sort of thing. And that's all been cleared away. And instead there's like on one end, they've just got like a bunch of uh, like crude mannequins and stuff set up and that, that half of which are like blackened or like completely blown apart and shit. And um, uh, standing around uh, looking at you kind of odd um, is a, uh, Let's see. Um, there are uh, four ten-man squads of uh, the guys that you that came to you at the protoplanetoid, like the actual soldiery. Oh, um, okay. Oh, like the guys that we owned. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then there are also um, who had been like, like, who I think had just weren't even assembled here as part of the security, but were just here as part of, like, the testing. Mm-hmm. There are um, two people who have got sort of, like, um, they're they're more soldiers, but they've been put into these sort of, like, a real simple, like, um, sort of... Um, the, just the thing that is in my brain is, like, exo-rig. Um like sort of like a powered exoskeleton thing but not like a big thing it's just like what if you had a guy and then you put a little like scaffolding on him you know Mm -hmm. so he can lift things better and they've both got these like um uh you can you can tell just by looking at them uh like prototype like death laser shit that they are holding and i think and so like there's in like the little cutscene we're having here um there's just a view of all of them looking at you, kind of dumbfounded, 
and then the camera pans over a little bit to a wall where you can see like there's this big like this big like emergency switch like a like a you know like a fire alarm yeah. but like twice that big that is like that is labeled like you know uh breach shields um and there is a woman in a lab coat who had who had just pulled it down um and uh this is uh <laughs> so this is a woman in a lab coat um and she's like a little middle-aged she has got like a very she has got a how to put this um she's got the face of someone who is like just just really scowl marked like she's got bags under her eyes and like just emphasized like frown lines and shit this is someone who has been like professionally unhappy for years um (laughs) yeah i love the phrase professionally um, unhappy yeah, and she also has cat ears and a tail. Um, <laughs> oh, and uh, and the, and she just sort of like, and she just kind of like looks at you, and then looks at the handle, and then looks back at you, and points and says, "Don't just stand there, get them." <laughs> and I don't know if I did the voice quite right, but it's the same person you were talking to over the radio. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Um. Uh, if if <laughs> I've been having everything be like radios, but really it should be something where there'd be a little like character portrait in the corner where you talk to them. Sure. I was just thinking it should be like um, Metal Gear Solid, right? Like, right, right, yeah. So so maybe you had had a hint of that like, you were talking to an unethical scientist cat girl before. Um, <laughs> unethical <laughs> scientist yeah. cat girl is my Final Fantasy fourteen alt. So uh, join us next time on Big Gay Nerds, where once again, we're going to be uh, having a big old shootout in an area with like a bunch of chest high walls and maybe even some explosive barrels and stuff around. And I think think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, And uh, to hear all that, you're going to have to join us next time on Big Gay Nerds. And until then, stay big gay and nerdy. Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Calvin Cox, Connor, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Giraffe Scarves, Hell Bloodhands, Jack Toops, Jarnope, Joelle, John the Book Hoarder, Lori Dean, Lucas Bell, MC Verdandi, Nyan Hellcat, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Ryan Asopa, Udon Bullets, Thor Holmquist, and Trash Hime. If you would like to join their ranks and access exclusive content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the Lauded Gay Nerds tier. If you'd like to support us for free, spread the word about us on social media. We are at Big Gay Nerds cast on Twitter and just Big Gay Nerds on Tumblr and co-host. And if you'd like to hang out with us and other BGN listeners, join the BGN fan discord server linked in all the aforementioned pages.